during this episode. You'll learn all about the I do, we do, you do method. Not to be confused with the we do, you do, do do method. Totally different. You'll learn Esther's very unpopular parenting rule that she always used on her kids. At the 2630 mark, you'll hear Donna declare, I dated this guy one time. If not already, at that point, it would be a good idea to listen using your earbuds. And politician, political consultant, and friend of the pod, Ben Burnett, host of the Ben Burnett Show podcast, returns this episode to talk about Tuesday's midterm election. We talk Herschel, Stacey, Brian, Raphael, Crazy Ronnie down in Florida, and how did Luke Bryan get tossed into this mess? You'll hear the audio and learn why. Coming up in the final segment of this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Episode, episode 314 begins now. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. I put in a loyal 26 years to the same radio station. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends. Conversations about current events and pop culture, trends, plus music, and often endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to episode 314 of My Second Act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes. When did, I know we all just survived Halloween, um, Monday night, and you know, Halloween on... Um, on a weekday is so tough for parents that work. I remember this when our kids were little. You almost just have to give up for the day unless you're like in sales and you can kind of make your own schedule because uh, rush hour starts on Halloween night at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon because everybody's trying to get home because you've got these things in your cul-de-sac and you got to get your kids ready and you got to help your... You got your wieners roasted. You got to get your wieners roasted. You got to get all that stuff going on. You got to get your candy in your bowl. And it's just like the Super Bowl for kids. And even when you have grown kids like we do, you have to appreciate the fact that it is a big, big holiday for people with kids. Now, uh, let's see. Two years ago, you and I went and ate at the Waffle House on um, Halloween because we were childless. We have Will, our 23-year-old in Knoxville. God knows what he's doing on Halloween. We have Olivia, our 19-year-old in Knoxville. Um, I saw where her and Jack had... Did I send you the picture of them? Uh, she the, sent it to me. The pumpkin. Yeah, so cool. They um, they carved a pumpkin. that I had bought them a pumpkin and taken it up there when I went to deposit Fudge. But this is so funny. Fudge is a, is her cat, a black Bombay. If you've been following along, we took him to Knoxville. And she's obsessed with Jack keep, keeping him inside because black cats get stolen on Halloween. I have no idea. I didn't know that either. Um, and we had Charlotte who took off. Out for, on the town. Out on the town. And went dressed as a frat boy, but it was some booty shorts and a... I didn't uh, see this outfit on Monday night. A tank top and then like a... Okay, that, that she sold you a bill of goods. Well, she no, she did have on like Will's tennis shoes, her brother's older tennis shoes and his Ralph Lauren shirt. But my point that I'm getting to, when did Halloween get so skanky? Okay, like, did, did you, you make that statement after you explain what your, your 16-year-old daughter wore. Well, she didn't look skanky. She looked cute. However, I mean... If you say, like, when she was trying to put together her Halloween costume, I was, like, looking, because there's not, there wasn't a whole lot left. So I was looking on what was available. I'm like, what about a bumblebee? She's like, uh, no, Mom. What about Jesse from Toy Story? Uh, no. I said, well, you look so cute with your freckles and your braids. Uh, no. I don't want to look like a four-year-old. So now, and these college girls, have you seen these TikToks of what they went out in on Halloween? Never. I mean, it's just like hoochie central. And, like, when I, we, we dressed up in, like, normal 
outfits. Well, you went and your mother bought you that costume that came in a cardboard box. And but that's when the, you were little. It had the mask that had the rubber band and two that staples snapped. on each side. And it get caught on your hair and it you snapped. You weren't down the first door steps after receiving candy and that thing would snap and pop you in the ear. And the one thing would fall off. And then you'd have be to, hanging. your daddy or your mom would have to step in and they'd tie, they'd, it. They'd tie it. Exactly. Did you ever lick the inside of your rubber mat like that mask, that plastic mask just to see what it tastes like? You didn't like. afford. We had the plastic ones. The, yeah, I did we, too. Didn't do, we didn't do rubbers. We had plastic ones. I was Casper the Ghost for three years. Yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm, but I can relate. When when mine, many of mine were homemade by my granny. But that's when we were little. I'm talking about when you were in college. Now, I we do... Trick, again, trick-or-treating for me ended when I was 15, no, 16 years parties. old. parties. You're not trick-or-treating. You're partying. I don't recall partying. Okay. Well, I do. Now, listen. When I was at Georgia, I was a rolling dice, okay? And I painted this box. People took their turn on you. Uh, no. Rolling the dice. Oh, my God. Okay. No. I painted a box with some of my sorority sisters, and I wore, leg, like, you know, tights and roller skates, and I roller skated down Millage Avenue to the Sigep house, and I rolled right in and rolled into a fireplace and had to get two stitches above my eyebrow. Happy Halloween-y, folks. Yeah, that didn't surprise me at all. I was on the natties that night. Everything but roller skates, and you were on roller skates that night, as a matter of fact. Literally, yeah. I was on everything but roller skates. Everything and roller skates. Esther is a mom. She raised two successful CEOs and a doctor. The CEO is Susan, who is CEO of YouTube. Janet is a doctor and is the co-founder of uh, co-founder and CEO of Twenty Three and Me, which is uh, it's a, like a, a genetic genetic testing. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. smart, very smart. These people, though. absolutely. These siblings, these children of uh, Esther. Esther says she has a very unpopular parenting rule that she always used on her kids. We're going to share that rule with you right now, and we're going to have a conversation about parenting uh, every now and then from the Plinko Statement. Endearing and often revealing conversations about what? Marriage, parenting, and personal growth. I endorse Esther's parenting rule. Yes. And would have implemented it at 189.999%. Yes. And if I could go back, I probably would too. Here's a wake-up call for American parents. We are doing too much for our kids. There were many unpopular parenting rules I followed as a young mother, but my number one was don't do anything for your kids that they can do for themselves. Esther continues to write in this piece, which I'll include in the letter. You can read the entire thing this Saturday. The more you trust your children to do things on their own, the more empowered they'll be. The key is to begin with guided practice. It's the I do, we do, you do method. You can try this out with all sorts of simple everyday actions. Number one, waking up. Have them set their own alarm to this day. Donna, you wake up and go wake up our 16-year-old daughter. And I say to you, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Why don't you have her set her alarm? And and, and you want to jump in? No, she does set her alarm. She just doesn't get up. Okay, but but, but you do that one time. I know. You get in trouble at school. You get suspended. You get expelled. Are you going to do it again? Probably not. Are you going to be more aware of the alarm? And the first time it goes off, maybe it hits snooze one time. But after that, you're like, you know what? I got to get up. I got to get to school. Yeah. If, if they hear that first alarm, second alarm, third alarm, they know my, some somebody's going to come up the stairs and wake me up. Well, she doesn't like it when I come upstairs. None of the other okay, kids well, she, did either. But, but, but you, we can fix that problem today, too. Mm-hmm. Getting dressed. Well, they do that. Let them pick out their own outfit. Esther's advice and her rules apply to different ages of kids. So this is could be relevant to... Not just people who have 16, 19, and 23-year-olds like we do, but maybe you have toddlers. Younger, yeah. yeah. Uh, give them simple tasks like stirring the pancake batter, 
clearing their lunchbox, setting the table, uh, getting their backpack ready, have them run through a list of what they need to bring that day. Chores are especially important. Washing dishes, as the rights, was a big one in our house. All my daughters stood on a little stool at the sink and washed the dishes after dinner. Our kids have never done a load of laundry, and our kids have never loaded or unloaded the dishwasher. Our kids have never, never taken down the trash. Mm, they have taken the trash down, but they haven't done dishwasher. Here, where okay, I once or, once, or, but not with any regularity. Come on, once or twice. Well, I had a chore Seriously, chart. I had twice. a chore chart when they were little. Here's where I think I the two that I definitely fail on. They are able. They are definitely. Hang on, Pitbull. You don't fail. It's not a fail. It's not a fail. Well, no, but I mean the okay the the two that I could change if I could if I could go back and change it, I would definitely consistent chores. And number two, um, I don't know about the. Oh, definitely like making your bed and stuff. The getting up is a tough one because I don't want them to get suspended for not getting out of bed. And two of them just don't get out of bed. Will did not get out of bed and Charlotte doesn't get out of bed. Olivia got out of bed for the most part. But you have to get out of bed for life. I get it. You got to get out of bed to go to work. I will say this. I think that even with the coddling I've done, when I took the, when I kind of, I over coddled when they were younger and I think I over coddled when I stayed home, um, I don't know that it necessarily has to do with working parents versus non-working parents, but when I, like, I don't have time, like now, I almost feel bad how self-sufficient Charlotte has to be. She goes to the grocery store. Olivia went to the grocery store for us and did a lot of stuff. But there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there is. I'm just saying that there's, there's two areas that I think I could have done better at, and that are we, and that is with chores and, um, that's probably, well, I mean, like, the thing about Will well, here's the thing. Like, I did take the breaks off. Well, I mean, if you don't agree, jump in. But I, I didn't. I stopped with Will in high school because, and he sank to the bottom. Um, That's okay. And I stopped with Olivia a little bit in high school, and she sank to the bottom and came back up. Um, and Charlotte, like, as far as, like, homework and that kind of stuff, I've really never done that for the girls. I did do that for Will for a while just because he was so... So, well, it was like, necessary. Every child's different. Every kid's different. And that's what I'm saying. For each one of them, and that's what I'd like to say, is for each one of them, I think there were things that I, if I could go back, I would do differently for each one of them. However, I will say now, Olivia is, is incredibly um, sufficient. And she has been, really, her junior through, you know, through college now. And everyone told me this. They said that when they go to college and they get their own space, and this isn't right, I'm not saying this, but that they start to sort of implement all the things that you did in the house, but that you tried to get them to do that they just didn't do. Like picking up. Her room used to be a mess. She is obsessed now with this apartment being clean or the dorm being clean. She's always cleaning her dorm or this. And so they get their own gas. They don't, you know, it's not like, I do know some kids where the parents, like the dad has to go and pump their own gas for them and stuff like that. Now I will say like when. But, but I bet those kids also make their bed and clean the room and, and help out with the dishes. and, and They and may. Some, some laundry. Every yeah, time. and they may and they may not. I mean, I think for me, it became a lot of times, and this is just the truth. It was easier for me just to do it um, because. I just wanted to get it done and I didn't want to wait and wait and wait for somebody and I needed to do a load of clothes. It doesn't make it any better. I'm not saying that it's, I'm not giving a cop out, but I think when I look back at like why, cause there were some things that I was really like, okay, you have to do this yourself. I didn't write papers for them. I didn't apply. I helped Olivia with a few things. She wrote her own essays for college. She did all of that. Um, but, I, but as far as chores and stuff, yes, there were none. I could have done much there better. There were none, though, right? Am yeah. I wrong? There were no chores at all. Our yeah, kids no. have lived a, a life choreless. They, they don't know a chore that wouldn't know how to do one. 
Well, I mean, unless on. you consider, like, I mean, like I said, going to the grocery store right. and helping and out. The final, like when that. they got the driver's license after yeah. 17, right? Yeah. But, but, but zero birth through 16, we'll call it. There was not a chore. Our kids are raised just to, 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 to live and, and, do whatever, and, and there's no accountability. There's no responsibility. Well, I don't there's, think there was not any accountability or responsibility. With chores, with chores, though. With chores, yeah, okay. but not in general, right. in life, no. Well, of course not. I expected my daughters to make their own beds every morning. A bed made by a kid can look like she's still asleep in it, but I didn't fight them. As long as they did it, I was happy. Mastery means doing something as many times as it takes to get it right. To be clear, I'm not saying you should make your kids do things they don't understand or aren't capable of, nor am I saying you should let them ploy, uh, nor am I saying you should let them play in the street if it isn't safe or walk to the store if the neighborhood is dangerous. The idea is to teach them how to cope with what life throws at them. One of the most important lessons I taught my daughters is that the only thing you can control is how you react to things. Yes, and I, I do agree with that. I think resilience in kids is a big thing. I think there's two kind of conversations going on there. Um, and that is um, what you what you physically do for your kids, which I did too, I did too much. Clothes, beds. Yeah. Um, but I don't touch Charlotte's room now, and it's a mess. It's, but, 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 okay. Well, hit pause here, though. Why, why don't we say to, because you're right. I mean, it should be the OSHA would come in here and shut it down. She cleaned, I make her clean it up. I make her clean it up at least once a month now. So, yeah. If I were to say to Olivia or to Will or to Charlotte, because there, there were the chores, just responsibility, that, that just didn't exist in their lives. So if I were to begin now. Yeah, but that's not just me. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not the one that can only be held responsible for them never doing chores. I didn't say that you could. I don't believe I said that, but, but. But you're saying like, if you said something to them now, it's like they wouldn't do well, or it. Or if you did, if you walked in and then you said, clean your room right now. No, this is a mess. she like would. My mother. They would if we said you have to do it right now. They might not like it. We only have one living under the roof. But, yes, she might not like it, but she would do it. All right. If you said you have to do it, I mean, they don't have a choice, you know. But what I was going to say about resilience is I do think both Olivia and Will have come back from resilience. Of course they have. And and I did not, and I'm not going to go into details, but I, I did not, and I don't think you did either, I did not save either one of them in any of those situations. So um, I am a huge believer in the comeback. And I say that to them all the time. The comeback is, you know, better than the fall down. It's, it's how you... It's and more important to you. It is. And during those periods, I spent a lot of time talking to them endlessly, texting them every morning. You've got this. I know it's a hard time. You can do this. And I'm talking about really hard things. Um, you can do this. You can overcome this. And so I, I didn't solve, I, I'm not a big believer in coming in and solving problems, fixing problems, so to speak. When it comes to chores and that kind of stuff, I definitely could have done better. So as, as, as part parenting podcast, for, for moms and dads that, that have the younger kids, you would say, you would agree with Esther and you would, you would, you, you, you agree with that, that you, you. Yeah, started early, definitely, and stick to it. Definitely be consistent. The rule that Esther, the unpopular parenting rule that she always used on her kids, and Donna now agrees that, that, that we, as, as a mom and dad, probably should have instituted the rule a little more here in our house, at the Jack's house. Don't do anything for your kids that they can do for themselves. Rochelle Walensky is the CDC director. Midweek this week. Uh, she got COVID again. Five COVID shots. Uh, she's gone through the entire program. 
tested positive for COVID again. She also tested positive for COVID, I think, three weeks ago. Mm. So we know now what, Donna? We know that the sixth shot will definitely keep all this from happening. It's, it's the keys, the sixth shot. I'm sure that's what she'd say if she were here right now. I mean, do you think, I mean, I'm sure there are people listening, like Oof. people are going out and getting every one of these shots. Uh, I would imagine so. I mean, they're just as likely to get COVID as the next person that doesn't. I just wonder if your um, your your enthusiasm for the booster, like maybe the first booster or the second booster. Booster but, fatigue. Yeah, like do you have booster fatigue? Like are you so kind of like, any, uh, you know. I haven't been stabbed once. Uh, just some real quick rapid fire things. And just daylight saving time is this Sunday. If you're listening on upload day the third, this daylight saving time when you you fall backwards. Why are you looking mm-hmm. at me weird? I'm not. What's wrong? Nothing. You're losing that. Uh, you gain an extra hour of sleep, but you gotta. It's gonna get dark around three three thirty, I think. Okay. Um, what else? Dolly Parton, Eminem, and others be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this Saturday night. That's always a great and, show. And Eminem or Eminem? What are you saying? Dolly Parton and Eminem. In a, okay. from Detroit. Yeah, in a, okay, Eminem. Yeah, they're not, gotcha. the, they're not putting the candy into the Rock I love him, fame. yes. Yeah. I didn't know if this was something going with Dolly Parton, like something crazy. Like, like her some, and her Duncan Hine case. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Where do Americans get their news, Donna? I'm going to say... 10% of it, not all of it. 10% of the news. Where do adults get 10% of the news? Facebook right or social or media. Uh, social media, but what, what, what platform do we talk about quite a bit? TikTok. 10% of adult Americans now get their news from TikTok. Mm. I have found this little puppy named Noodles. I'm going to put him on. Um, I'll send him to you, but you'll have to actually look at some of the TikToks that I send you. You're going to talk about fatigue. You send the cream of the crop. You send the best of the best. Maybe we limit it to three a day. And they're just, they're the, wait until the end of the day and look at all the ones that you, you thought, you know what, I'm going to send these. I'm going to send these to them, all of these. And look at all of them out of the 36 that you mark for the day that you would have sent. Or sent, just pick maybe three, like the t- like gold, bronze, and silver. Yeah. So Noodles, this is the name, Noodles the dog, uh, tomorrow. Wait wait until after dark and look at them all. And if Noodles still, you think, is top of the top, then send Noodles to me tomorrow. I'd love to watch it. Yeah, okay. So what is it about Noodles? Well, you have to wait till you see oh, them tomorrow. Oh, but what if Noodles doesn't make the, 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 the upper just, sphere tomorrow, though? You will have to. No, live. come on, tell me about Noodles, Tom. Did you see the owl that I sent you that was not, running over to get the gossip from the office? Not. Let me look. Let me look. Hang on. I'm going to get a. Because you know how I love owls. I'm going to break my wrist um, going back through all these. Let's see here. What what day and time, if you don't mind? I can zero in on it. That's all right. Oh, come on. We'll add it in. Is it the early retirement squad on Instagram? Both of those are hilarious. Okay, I'm sure. What is this in Brittany Aldine on Instagram? Okay, let's just watch the owl one. Actually, owl. watch the one with the woman, the early retirement. Hilarious. She's coming down the slide. On I told. The, on the scooter, the woman? I told all the kids, y'all better catch me if I come down the slide. Sugar dad is on. Look at your sugar daddy. Oh, wait, she loves your sugar daddies. Pebble, why are you running, buddy? You heard it, lady. What all the sugar daddies on? Look at your sugar daddies. That's not even what I'm supposed to be looking for. That's an elderly woman that's saying. One. See, that's another what one. What all is the sugar daddies right, right, on? That's another one that, that, that I, I, I didn't see. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me uh, let me keep scrolling here then. Um, what all is the sugar daddies on? Teacher Misery on? on Instagram, is that it? Yes. Okay, all right, let's pop this one up here. The owl is running over to get the gossip. When everybody starts talking about the gossip at work and the little owl runs over on his little owl legs to see it. Okay, now the last one is the woman coming down the slide. These are so good, people. I'm going to include them all in your... Y'all are all going to love them. I don't have the last one. I will. Okay. I got something from Brittany Aldine. Okay, that's right. All right. I think that's it. Hang on, let me keep looking at Picture. 
picture pictures. Um, no, that's not uh, Eric Church on it. No, that's, not that's okay. You know, this is really not very stimulating for the people. Uh, Walker Hayes with uh, that's okay. Let's just no? keep going. Okay, hang on. Okay, here we go. Here's what happens though a lot because you, you, you send me so much great material and photographs and videos and Instagram posts and TikTok thingies that they just it says tap to download. So yeah, there's so many sent that. Let's my, just move my on. iPhone doesn't, doesn't, doesn't know on. what to do with all of them. Let's and just so move it, on. it moves them to a cloud or something. And so in order to bring them back, I have to tap and download. That's all right. Let's just move on. So we bring out the Christmas rejoins. Thanksgiving's next. And then uh, Jesus' birthday on the 20th of December. And you got company coming. Company coming for the holidays. Got to make sure everybody's got... Uh, Nice place to rest their head. You got to make sure you got enough room at the table for everybody. You got to make sure you have enough gravy boats and gravy trains and knives and forks and spoons and enough honey baked ham to feed everybody because company's coming. Company's coming for the holidays, Don. They are coming. You better be ready. And aside from all the forks and the plates and the knives and the gravy boats and all that, you've got to have room to seat all of these people. So um, make sure we've been talking about it that, you know, you are ready for everybody to show up. And it's not too late. Like if you, I know it's the first week of November and you're like, oh my gosh, how did we get here? And then maybe you kind of started looking around and you're like, okay, you know what? One of us is going to get a Christmas bonus. So I think we can like do this for the holidays and get some new furniture. Don't go to one of these big box retailers because you're not going to get it until spring break. But if you go up and see Donna, there is a really good chance that you're going to leave with what you want either that day or she's going to schedule you a delivery in the next couple of weeks and get it out to you before Thanksgiving. So just don't even waste your time. I know you're listening and I know you're like finally at the point where you're like, listen, we've freed up our funds and we're ready to go. So make the drive up there. Go see Donna. Go see Marilyn. Go see Shane. Let them help you. And I guarantee you're going to walk out with more than you even thought you were going to walk out with. So don't worry about the money or the anything else. I uh, talked to Donna Monday, Halloween afternoon, and they were getting ready to do the uh, gallery furniture employee pumpkin carving contest. How fun. They're always doing something fun they, they up really there. They are with, uh, with the people that, uh, that, that work there and, and most have been there for uh, their entire lives, many of them. Wolfman and Donna, Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Pedro, Gainesville, on Instagram at Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Uh, they get trucks, four, five, six trucks a week. Furniture for every room in your house at great, great prices. And when you find it there, take it home, load it up, take it home that day. 0% financing, yes. They got that. And everybody qualifies for credit, okay? Uh, all you need is six months on the job and a checking account. And that's it. Donna's going to do the rest. She'll take care of you. We're grateful for support for this podcast from Ford, the F-150, the best-selling truck on the road. Fayetteville Ford offers you the lifetime powertrain warranty. It's a gift to you, the customer, with every purchase. Whether it's a brand-new Ford you get from Fayetteville Ford or something from the pre-owned lot. Many of the pre-owned vehicles also come with the lifetime powertrain warranty from Fayetteville Ford. FayettevilleFordGA.com. And when you fly Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. Explore for 300 episodes of the My Second Act podcast, uh, 314 as of today. And explore three seasons of the My Second Act Hype Song playlist. When seated comfortably and safely, just engage the infotainment center. And now turn your Starbucks run into new adventures when you link your Starbucks rewards and Delta Sky Miles accounts. We're gonna I have done that. I'm going to get to uh, Poland on the amount of money that I spent. You're going to Poland. Well, I mean, I, I think I'm going to be able to go anywhere, like Lithuania or anything, with the amount of money that I spend at Starbucks. So, Where's Lithuania? Far, far away. 
I think it's amazing that they're allowing you to link your Starbucks account now. Starbuckies. Let's add two to the Spotify Hypes on Playlist. I'm really curious about this. Billy Squire. God, I love Billy Squire. Lonely is the night. I love the, hang on, I love the. Right here, I think I got it. I think I got it. Hang on. Why, where, 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 why, where? I was a huge Billy Squire fan. Huge. That shows you how old I am. But this is the song, My Kind of Lover. This is that cover of the album where he had on the red and white sweater and he had that little coy look. Because, you know, he had those curls. God, he had that great head of hair, those curls. And um, it was like the Where's Waldo sweater. And the, the okay, so this tells you how old this, this music is. The B-side to My Kind of Lover was, guess what? I don't know if you're going to remember this. Well, I thought we added Lonely is the Night. I mean, Lonely is the Night. Yes. Sorry. Um, the B-side to My Kind of Lover. Lonely is the Night. That's right. Oh, dang it. Okay, sorry. Well, anyways, it was um, it, was, it was this song that I also loved, which Christmas is the time to say I love you. Remember that one? Christmas is the time to say I love you. Billy Squire was like made for MTV. He was another one of those. We talked about George Michael on the previous pod. Um, him and Pat Benatar and Journey. I mean, this is like the music of my uh, growing up years. And so I loved, 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 loved Billy Squire. And get this. I was like, how old is Billy Squire? Well, he's 72. Is he still touring, do we know? Yes. But I'm like, oh my God, he's old. But he looks pretty good. Um, him and Eddie Money. Mm. I dated this guy one time. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something. Always good. These are always yeah. good stories. Yeah. This could save the pod. This could save this episode, actually. Wow. Okay, there are a couple people who are going to be listening to this, including Allison, who are going to understand this. But I dated this guy, and I can't remember what the hell his name was. Call him Jan. Uh, but he lived over in these sketchy apartments, okay, over near Zayers. And what was Zayers? It was like this Walmart, pre-Walmart, okay? And what was his name? I think I met him at Turtles the record store when we camped out for Van Halen. Okay. And so I was supposed to prepare yourself for the story. I was supposed to take my mom to Kenny Rogers. Okay. That night. And Kenny was playing at the Fox theater. It was his Christmas show, which we've talked about. You took your mom to Kenny. I took mama. So we were going that night. Okay. We had tickets going. And so me and my friend Rita Martin, who was also friends with me and Allison, who that's a whole nother story, married a man named Ruben and was like, she was like a child bride and she met him at the Jonquil skating rink. I'm not even kidding, okay? That's another story for another day. However, this boy that I can't remember that I met from Turtles, he was like, hey, do you guys want to come over um, and hang out? And like just watch TV, you know, like whatever. So this is the night you're supposed to go to Kenny Rogers. It was a Sunday. I was going to Kenny Rogers that Sunday. Okay. And so he was like, y'all can come over. And he lived in this apartment complex. He's like, we can play tennis. And we're like, cool. Because, you know, tennis courts. He sure. lived in an apartment. So Rita and I bring our tennis rackets. And we come over. And his mama, he lived like he was, um, his parents were divorced. And his mama was nowhere to be found on a Sunday. And I remember walking in. And I remember turning back to Rita and going, where's his mama? And she was like, I don't know. It'll be fine. We're going to play tennis. Because he was really cute. Like, he had, like, Leif Garrett, like, Billy Squire right, hair. Sure, sure, sure. 
And so we walked in, and I was like, where's your mom? Where was his wiener is probably the bigger question. Was it out at this point, or was that later? I'll sit back down. So he was like, oh, she's at work. She'll be home later, whatever. And so then he goes and starts pulling out all these beers. And he's like, and we're like, well, we, what about playing tennis? And he was like, oh, I don't feel like playing tennis. Let's just like get drunk. And I'm like, it's a Sunday. And okay, meanwhile. But that's not the right answer, Donna. It's, it's I don't drink. Right? Well, that wasn't the case back then. I mean, I'm just telling y'all. Because right. as we, if you listen to previous pods, you know that I was a functioning club kid who had a fake ID. At 16. Was, at 16, it was my sister's. And I was at Baby Doe's Matchless Mind and at the beer mug pretty much every oh, Friday night. But anyway, I digress. It, but it was a Sunday and I had standards. And like, I wasn't going to drink on a Sunday in this apartment, and it wasn't like anything. There's mama not there. You're worried about where's mama is. Well, it just was weird because back then your mama was home on a Sunday. She just was. And so I was like, mm, I think we got to go. I said, I forgot. I got to take my mom to Kenny Rogers. And Rita was like, my friend was like, how do you forget you have to take your mom to Kenny Rogers? Like, she thought I had pulled that out of my, you know what? Right. But Keister. You, you actually had tickets. I actually had to take my mom to Kenny Rogers. So I was like, uh, Rita, we got to go. And so we went home, and you know, Here's the thing about this story. Mm-hmm. Charlotte would have gotten in the car with me to go to Kenny Rogers and would have told me this whole story. Do you think for a minute? No. Hell no. That no. I was going to tell Nana that I was at some boy's apartment over by the Zayers. On Sunday. Drinking on a beer. On a Sunday. With his wiener out. Okay. None of that happened. None of that happened. Let me ask you a question. Yes. What would have been, because there were no cell phones, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nana's teasing her hair. Yeah. She's getting all ready for Kenny Rogers. She yeah. loves Kenny. She's getting excited. He throws out dollar bills and tambourines. Yes. And, and that velvet, velvet jacket. His, his yes. purple velvet jacket. Yes. Nana's getting all ready. Got her good perfume out and her earrings. Yep. And, yep. Because uh, yep. my dad ready. was not going. Of course he wasn't. And so you, um, you, you, you don't show up to take your mother. Well, here's the thing. What would have been, because you couldn't call, you couldn't text, and even create some story to get you out of it, right? You would have had to have stumbled home. Had you engaged in beer and, 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 and premarital sex. Oh, my God. With this kid. Um, you would have had to have gone home to explain to your mother that you're indeed not going to Kenny Rogers. But see, here's the thing about me. How would you have gotten out of that Okay, the day after okay. when you woke up the yeah. next morning to go to school? But you're in a stranger's apartment somewhere okay. smelling of slits. Okay, here's the thing about uh-huh. me. Wouldn't have happened because I do what I say I'm going to do. Like, I never not show up. I never not post. I, I Even when even at when we worked at the radio station, we would go out and have ragers with all these people. I posted the next day. Now, I might have been a little shaky at my cubicle, yeah. but I was there. But I would have never, ever, number one, stayed with some random boy in high school because his mom eventually was going to come home. We think. We don't know. But maybe she worked as theirs. I don't know. But, like, I just wouldn't do that because that's the difference. Because here's the thing. I am always thinking about, like, what kept me a little bit true north, even though I did have a fake ID in high school, those were, those, those were the 80s people, but is I never wanted my parents to think that like, I don't know how to explain it, that You're I was like, yes. And so I would never not do that. Just like I would never not show up home tonight or to, or to my kids or whatever. It's just, that's just not me. Right. You know, that's just not my thing. Okay. Now I'll go have a party, but if I say I'm going to be taking you down to to catch a tambourine, I'm going to take you to catch a tambourine. This is a life lesson. You need me for something, I may be out raging all during the day. I'm not anymore. However, during the day, I'll be there for you. I don't know what? how we got from this from Billy well, Squire. Oh, I do know. Uh, what I was going to tell you is this guy was obsessed with Eddie Money. And he said, oh my God, oh my God. That was a round trip. Yes. Round trip. And so he said. Now the li- boarding. 
he said the line that I was going to say that everybody who knows me will remember because we used to repeat this and we would cackle like crazy. He said, I can relate to every song that Eddie Money ever sang. I could name you one right now. Two Tickets to Paradise. I've got I own a Rapture tour, the first leg of her tour. Friday night, Bridgestone Arena sold out crowd in Nashville. It did become sold out. You know, last week we said why it wasn't. Here's the thing though. The guy of the song just rips me apart. Um, joining Winona for this song, the encore, Trisha Yearwood. Martina McBride, Ashley McBride, and Brandi Carlisle all came out to join live for this song. Mm. And so, you know, I was so upset as I've been, you know, seeing the stories about what I want to travel in the country and, and the first leg of the tour. And I was so upset. I was in Nashville when they played Atlanta, when she played Atlanta, not they, her mom is dead, uh, when she played Atlanta as the Judds. I was not in Nashville when she played Friday night, this past Friday night. And I thought I'd miss the tour. And I was, I honestly, I was upset about it. I need some closure. My mama and I listened to the Judds all the time growing up. And so she announced the second leg of the tour. I'm looking, Donna, earlier in the week at the dates. Where am I going to go? Where am I going to see Winona? There's a Savannah date. There's a Greenville, South Carolina date. There's a couple in the Southeast. And I noticed a date for Thursday, November 3rd. And I said, what the hell is this? The tour ended Friday night. She added a date just Monday for Murfreesboro, Tennessee at the Murph Center. They just dropped this date. If you're listening on Upload Day, the show's tonight. Get in your car. I'll meet you there for the, the, the last reunion, last dance, final chord tour, or whatever it's called. And then she rests through the holidays and tour picks up in late January. But just on a, like, they announced they dropped this date on a Monday for the Murph. What's the Murph? That's Murphy's weird. In Murphy, now Murfreesboro is right outside of Nashville. Loretta Lynn, coal miner's daughter, a celebration of the life and music of Loretta, was broadcast live from the Opry Sunday night. There's one more encore, and then CMT says, we're done. You'll never see it again. Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern. Some clips from the biggest moments Sunday night included this song or this cover of Loretta's hit from George Strait. They just don't mix, leave the bottle of me behind. And don't come home a drinking with loving on Keith your Urban. Cause if you're looking at me, you're looking Little Big Town. She's an angel, let her fly. Was next with Kentucky Girl. Remember when those well, that big old moon shines on your and the show closer, Coal Miner's Daughter. Brandy Carlisle, Natalie Hemby, Amanda Shires, and Brittany Spencer are the high women. podcast is free is our intent for it to remain that way we're able to do that thanks to you writing five-star reviews telling your friends and neighbors and co-workers about the podcast we get pod support from folks like awesome alpharetta play a while stay a while stay a while play a while awesomealpharetta.com t-mobile home internet reliable home internet for 50 bucks free yourself from internet bs 
and guests of the My Second Act podcast, a property owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. Brand you know, depend on and trust Marriott Hilton and Weston. And cue the news music. I like this. News you can use. Channel 2 Action News at 6. Actually, it's Ben Burnett for the Ben Burnett Show podcast. Yes. Great friend of uh, ours. If you're new to the podcast, Ben was the one that really kind of threw us into podcasting. Said, you really ought to try this. Let me... Hello, Charlotte. Come on in. How are you? All right. Well, uh, family emergency going on. Okay. Okay. Hi, Ben. Sorry about that. Um, where was I? Uh, ben Burnett. Uh, ben Burnett Show. Ben he's Burnett famous. Show he's fabulous. He's wonderful. Uh, great. He's the one that, that put us together with Hans Appen. As a matter of fact, Ben, I didn't tell you this. Hans, at the best of North Atlanta awards that were held in Forsyth County. That you hosted. That I hosted. Um, Hans acknowledged that uh, you were the one that put us all together. I love that. In front of the crowd of 400 at the best of uh, North Atlanta awards. That was really nice of him. He's never said anything nice to me. Okay. Ah, I love it. Okay. All right. Here <laughs> we go. Let's pull his record. A slow burn for you, Hans. And Carl's even worse. Okay. okay. No, oh, oh, gosh. There are producers. Okay. There are pro- they produce this podcast. <laughs> No, I love them both. I like sarcastic e- emails and text messages from everybody. They're they're still very close friends of the show. Tell us how you really feel, Ben. He will. Don't don't ask yeah. him to do that because he will. Um, all right. So, no, they're awesome. Uh, we're going to talk election, uh, which is coming up Tuesday, November the eighth. If you're listening on Upload Day, today's Thursday, November the third. Uh, ben, a former uh, Alpharetta City Councilman, and um, Ben is uh, just tuned into politics. Knows everybody, all the movers and shakers, and on the Ben Burnett Show podcast, you get all of those. Who were some of the biggest guests you had or some of your favorite guests you had this season? Now, I know, Ben, because I listened to your podcast, but I evidently Caddy didn't. But go ahead. No, wait. That, that's not true. I asked Ben, as, as a host, who oh, have who? been okay. his, gotcha. the, the, his favorite guests this season. Okay. So I have, I've been friends with David Purdue for years. Former United States Senator who got his ass absolutely handed to him by Brian Kemp. And he came on to tell the story of uh, what prompted him to run for governor, how it felt to get your teeth kicked in like he did back in May. Um, I've had Burt Jones, who's running for lieutenant governor. Tyler Harper, who's uh, running for agriculture commissioner. Mm-hmm. Sprinkled it around a pretty good bit. Chris Carr, who I like. He was Johnny Isaacson's chief of staff for a long time. Really, there's some really, really good people in Georgia that don't have the money to get out there and make it rain like Brian Kemp does, like Raphael Warnock does, like Stacey Abrams does. There's, there's a, and I try to give those folks an opportunity to showcase who they are because yeah. they will eventually affect your life. Um, Bert Jones, yeah. we, we were in Athens. You were kind enough to invite me to attend a, attend a fundraiser with uh, Jason Aldean, country artist Jason Aldean. was a uh, country music superstar. Superstar. Ben's like P.T. Barnum. I love it. Um, and, and then the uh, the David Perdue episode was, I, I, I called you after I listened to it because I, I learned so much not only about David, but about his business practices and policies because he came up in the private sector. And I mean, the guy's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He's been the Fortune 500 CEO of Reebok and Dollar General. And I was like, man, why did you not showcase that when you were running for office? And he's like, Ben, nobody cares. Ah, he's I like, disagree it's, with that. I do too. I told him, I was like, man, there are no more than a handful of people who could sit in the United States Senate and run a Fortune 500 company. Literally, I couldn't do it. I thought that before I listened to that episode, I thought that he and Sonny, former governor, Sonny Purdue, I thought they were brothers. They're not. 
cousins. Why? The cousins. They're yeah. cousins. But I think you're right because I think it shows people that like he is in touch. He is running a business. He is paying payroll. He is dealing with trying to, you know, find workers and that kind of thing. I think that a lot of times people think that politicians are just so out of touch, so entitled. I'll push back on you a little bit. I think most of them are relatively in touch with people. He lives at Sea Island. Well, he's entitled. Behind, he lives in the gated community, behind the gated community, behind the gated community. Okay, uh, I, so, retra- I retract that. I redact that. He is, he's you know, entitled. And, and, and he, no, he, I mean, he's earned every, he's earned every bit of it. But, sure. you know, I had breakfast with him a couple of couple of weeks ago and I was like, man, it's no offense to you, but it's been a long time since you've been a regular person. Because when you're the CEO of a company like that, or like Reebok or like Dollar General, every everybody you can fire anybody. All they do is tell you how great you are. I yeah. never had I had no more than two or three staff people when I was on the city council at Alpharetta told that told me something was stupid. Like there's four hundred people that work there. Surely I did something dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm 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 a great observer of the obvious. I tell y'all ridiculous shit all the time. Yeah, I was thinking the other day, like Ben and I had a text exchange, and it's just the craziest stuff you ever heard in your life. Whoa, Donna and I have had a like wait in the truck moment. Yes. Well, I don't know what that means. I'm afraid to ask. Well, because he was telling me something, which I'm not going to tell, and I was like, "Dang, that's like Hardy's wait in the truck." I'll tell you what, Ben, you stir the pot. That's what you do. Unfortunately, Stacey Abrams said we live in the worst state in the country. Well, Marty, Jarrett, Lucy, Amy Porter, and I, we don't believe that. We believe we live in the greatest state in the country to live, work, and raise our families. Uh, the gubernatorial uh, debate was tonight. If you're listening on Upload Day, it was uh, last night. Today is Tuesday, November the 1st. And you and I were on the phone talking about you coming on to this episode and talking politics and elections and things like that. And you, I said to you, shouldn't you, for show prep, for your podcast, be watching the debate? And you said, I know exactly what he's going to say. And, and what did you say he was going to say? I opened up the, uh, we opened up a year before the liberal state. Right, right. And she. And, and, and I said, I, I said, you, you gave him a lot of credit for that. And I said, Caddy, if you think about it, he didn't have any choice. Like Georgia is not a bargain for, it's a right to work state. And business in Atlanta, even though Atlanta is governed by Democrats in the city of Atlanta, business is the tail that wags the dog. He couldn't sit there and lock down the state. Like, it's agriculture, it's ports, it's all these things that are so important. And he gets an immense amount of credit for that, and he did the right thing. I'm telling you, he had no choice. So uh, but you said, uh, Stacey, he was going to say, what about Stacey Abrams in, 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 in relation to the pandemic? Oh, that, she'd have locked down the, she'd have locked down the right, okay. schools for another year. Right, so We'd so still be closed. You and I hang up the phone, and I turn my head to watch the, the – Catch a moment of the debate before I come into the studio. And I swear to God, Ben Burnett. See, uh, we're one new COVID variant away from Miss Abrams wanting to lock our state down. Because that's exactly what she said. Uh, liberal state governors and Democrats all around the country, their kids were out of the classroom for a year longer than our state. You remember when Joe Biden made a big deal about the United States of America being back to pre-pandemic unemployment levels. Georgia did that nine months before the rest of the country did. She wants to defund the police. I've, I recruit law enforcement officers every day. It's just the same. And, and look, it's the game everybody plays, but if you've ever sat behind the scenes in any sort of political campaign, like you know where everybody runs. Ms. Abrams, she wants to defund the police.
I did not say, and nor do I believe in defunding the police. He is lying again. Here is Stacey Abrams on Crisis in America on CNN. So yes to some defunding. We have to reallocate resources, so yes. But I want you guys and your listeners to know, a midterm, and Brian Kemp is going to win re-election by probably the largest margin of victory in a midterm governor's race. Oh, wow. Any any politician on either side in 30, because Stacey Abrams has run a horrible race and Joe Biden has no wind in his sails. And it's a referendum on who the president is. Pretty big spread. Oh, I think he wins by I think he beats Stacey Abrams by eight points. Really? Which, if you think about it, that's a whooping. Fifty four, forty six. I mean, that's a that's a that's a beating from your lips to my ears. Now, let's talk about Herschel. What's going to happen with he and, I and, and Warnock? I've spent most of the last six months wondering how that guy's going to win. How in the world is Herschel Walker going to face all these issues? How is he going to pan out? Guys, I don't see how he's going to lose. I know. He's going to win. Like, I thought he would really struggle with women in the suburbs based on how he has treated them or his kids and all the negative press that's come with it. The mistake I believe that the Warnock people have made was that they tried to shove 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag in six weeks. And they should have slow dripped it through the Republican primary instead of like, I don't even hear it anymore. I turned it off. What Herschel Walker do today? The last time I really paid attention to a Herschel Walker negative story was when he wrote the lady who had an abortion a get well card. Yes. And I haven't paid attention to anything since then. But I mean, I thought the stuff that, you know, his son put on TikTok was, I mean, like those videos were like, oh my gosh. Fathers, it would be great if you stayed home and raised your kids instead of ran off to bang a bunch of women who weren't your baby mama. If you take out your thing and you get a woman pregnant, guess what? The party days are over. Get home. Get home. Raise your kids fathers like i was like oh my god this is mesmerizing this kid is good here's the thing about the videos ben what the media did not disclose is the videos were actually at the time they were released by the mainstream media they were about three months old uh he you know he did the videos back in around father's day that same period he posted a picture of he and herschel and he's talking about how much he loves his daddy and how much his daddy's been involved in his life so why the flip what happened i'm telling you i think that there is a very somebody needs to go dig up why he was in New York City the day after that video blew up with the mainstream media because Christian Walker was getting paid. I do all kinds of stupid things. How how bad of a human being would I ever have to be to have my kids start posting stuff like that on social media? Like, it doesn't make enough sense to me that you could have both relationships unless money was involved. It's this burst. And now if you notice, he may still be posting on TikTok, but nobody's really talking about it. You know what I mean? It's like this burst, 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 burst. And I do. I think that I think it's so similar to what happened with the Trump stuff. It's like first it's him on the bus with, you know, Billy Bush or whatever. And people are mildly shocked. You know, you're mildly you were mildly shocked when you first heard the stuff about Herschel. Although some of the stuff with the, you know, anger and stuff have been rumored for years. They keep trying to amp it up and amp it up. And to the point where people pushback. Well, where people are saying like what does this guy have to do? Murder someone for people to, well, and, you know, and you all know that take note from from taking years and years and years with radio. If you want to advertise and it's really like I hate to say this because the American people that we're talking about, but it's the same thing. 
you have to take a I know Warnock is in trouble because he can't get one single message to burn in. And if you are a radio advertiser, it is not the fact that you are on the radio and you've paid for an ad. It's the fact that they play it four times a day for 90 days. And you have the opportunity to be like, who you call for blinds and shutters or who you call to go buy your Acme. GMC vehicle. It's the same thing. Acme Chevrolet. But, but the American people, they believe what they're told. And the fact that Warnock can't drive a consistent message at this point is what tells me he's really in trouble. Herschel Walker's sitting there preaching about gas and groceries, gas and groceries. When times are hard for American people, abortion goes down to like the eighth most important thing. Like when you're hurting to go to the grocery store and figure out like what you're going to leave out this week, man, that's what affects everybody. Abortion affects very few people. Yep. Uh, then, who, but, but we love to scream and yell about it. As someone who's been a part of political campaigns, including your own for years, how aware uh, are the Warner campaign and the Abrams campaign that they're in trouble if indeed they are like you say they both are. Are yeah. you being honest with the candidates? You have internal, you, they may not know, their people 100% know. And I can tell you this, Stacey Abrams goes to bed tonight and she knows she's going to lose because you can't hide from the data forever. And her job at this point, if she is, if she does in fact know that, is to know that she has to be out there as often as humanly possible because she has to do everything within her power to get Raphael Warnock into a runoff because they both know that he will, Warnock will outperform Abrams. There are Brian Kemp, Raphael Warnock voters. That may sound crazy. It's 100%. No, I, I, I've heard that from a couple of people, actually. I was shocked, but I have heard that. So she has to really do everything she can to push him into a runoff and keep Herschel under 50. Let's shift to uh, let's shift to, to, to Florida and a uh, big race going on uh, Tuesday the eighth in Florida is the uh, governor's race uh, Governor Ron DeSantis and and there's a big story brewing after country superstar Luke Bryan uh, had Governor DeSantis on stage with him Governor DeSantis used it as a opportunity to pitch his reelection Luke Bryan there was such a backlash I say such a backlash Ben I mean come on there, there's Nashville's left leaning Liberals, for the most part, uh, they, they yeah. I don't they, think that's Luke Bryan. <laughs> no, they, they fueled the flames, you know. Uh, but but they were sure. concerned. You know, Luke was so concerned he had to come out afterwards and say, "Listen, this was not a political moment. We were there to raise money for the the, the you know the Florida hurricane victims from, from Hurricane Ian." I disagree, and 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 we're going to listen to the audio together right now, and then we'll have a conversation about it, and uh, be interested in knowing what uh, you think. Here we go. Cut one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Governor Ron DeSantis. Are you excited to be in the free state? Are you excited to be in the free state? All you Florida voters, if you want to keep the state of Florida free, we need you to vote on November 8th. There was that not, he was stumping, right, Ben? Come on. Absolutely, man. There's no uh, no better place to find a friendly crowd than a Luke Bryan farm tour concert for hurricane victims. <laughs> he tossed out campaign hats as he walked out on stage. I, the, the, the only thing that bugged me about the whole thing is that Luke Bryan knows better, and I don't mean that he did it. The fact that he said that he wasn't going to 
that he that he didn't want to make it political. This was part for hurricane relief. Hey, man, I'm tired of people that apologize. If you want to have Ron DeSantis to your concert and somebody's offended and wants to leave, let him leave. I I get so sick of the fact that, and I realize that he's on Fox or ABC with American Idol, and they may not like what he had to do. You're Luke Bryan. How much more money do you have to possibly make? Like, don't worry about offending somebody else. If you want to have Ron DeSantis out there, did own it, own I, it. I think I, I, you ought to own it, man. Luke Bryan is a superstar worth hundreds of millions of dollars. If you want to go be a proud Republican, quit hiding. Go from. be it. This was Friday night in Jacksonville. Sunday, um, Luke tweeted, I understand Governor DeSantis is a very polarizing figure, but I grew up in a country where if a governor asks you if they can come and raise awareness to help victims, you let that happen. So Luke's sticking to his storyline. This was not a political moment, that this was a fundraising effort to, to help the victims of Hurricane Ian in Florida. Uh, do, is it possible, is it possible, Ben, that the Luke Bryan camp was just... They were afraid of people on the internet? Well, No, they no, kind they, of they bogarted it. They, 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 they took over. They, they, the understanding when he came out was maybe that this was to be strictly a, um, uh, you know, if, uh, to raise money for the hurricane victims. And then Governor DeSantis took advantage of a sold-out crowd in Jacksonville, Florida, at a Luke Bryan concert to stump for his, his reelection. Is it possible that they just lamb, that, that he, being the governor, just lamb blasted Luke and just ran, rolled right over he and his camp? I mean, sure, it's possible, but I think when you allow a guy who's a week out from the election to take the stage and talk about. Scale. Yeah, on that kind of scale, like how many people are on Luke Bryan's traveling team? Like a couple hundred? Yeah, at least. Yeah, give me a break. Somebody didn't tell him, hey, he might say something that might offend some people. And Luke Bryan had to be like, yeah, that's that's fine. There will be a new story tomorrow. State of Florida had to deal with a major hurricane last month. It's not easy to deal with. It's hurt a lot of people, though I will tell you this. Show me any other state that would have rebuilt bridges in three days. I, I mean, he's, he's braggadocious. Show me another state that went up and built bridges. So we have been under my wife, our first lady's leadership. Under my leadership. We raised over $50 million for the Florida Disaster Fund. I mean, he's, it's a hard pitch, Ben. It's a hard pitch for his reelection. He's not, he's not exactly in a close race either. He's running for president. That's, true, true, that's true, what true. he spent the last six months doing. Well said. Ben Burnett Show podcast available twice a week now. I have a podcast for the people who create your perspective. And most of the time that is around elected officials, but it's also business people around the Southeast, writers from all over the country as I continue to get guests that come on a lot of times I like to profile writers because I think they're interesting because they're really the people who create your perspective. Yes. Yes. If you using words, you can say the exact same sentence and have somebody from the Washington post, write it exactly slanted opposite of whoever is on Fox news. And the fact that, you know, the last six months have been featured in Washington post and business insider, uh, they're, it's meaningful to me. New York Times, I, you know, it's fun to see hard work over years and years and years pay off. And, you know, I had John Hypes, who we, we're, we're all friends with, said uh, last week, he said, have you gotten to a place where you were recruited? And I, I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, have you gotten to a place where 
people ask you to come on your show instead of you constantly chasing guests. And I said, I have started to feel that switch. Um, and so it's, it's good to have the opportunity to not necessarily work as hard dragging guests through the door, but you guys know if you want to be successful at anything, it, it's a, it's way more work than you just see. Ben Burnett's appeared multiple times mm-hmm. on the My Second Act podcast. And we're grateful for your friendship, grateful for your insight. Election day, go vote. No matter where you, you go left, you go right, you go up, you go down. Exercise that right and that freedom on a Tuesday, November the 8th. And uh, we're going to hold you to that eight points. And uh, we'll take a look at that. We'll have you back for the Thursday podcast, the 10th, and uh, break down the election to see how see how on target you were. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me, Caddy. And Donna, I love you the most. I know. Thank oh, you. Wow. And you know what? I have taken, I wanted to let you know, I have taken two pickleball lessons at Wills Park. And I'm, when? I mean, at uh, North uh, Park. Here, I'm ready to go Tuesday nights. I'm ready to go. So I, I, knew nothing about, I, I know nothing about this. Well, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready. I'm still casting casting my wide net for my partner. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The pickleball, when you show up and you're like younger. Now, when I say younger, I mean like not in your 70s and you've got, you don't have knee braces on. People want you on there. They, they want you as their partner. They're like, you looking for a partner? You got a partner? You don't have like ice packs all over you? I swear to God. Tape, tape to your chest. They, they kind of troll. The old men troll the gate at... Um, North Park. They troll the gate. Yeah. When, oh, the lesson, like Rucker Park? Yes. Like where you take the lessons. And so um, they kind of come up there and they heckle you. And they're like, you looking for a partner? Blondie oh, on two? Somebody's old, somebody's old ass. But, but you won't. Well, I thought the same down. thing. I'm telling you, Ben, I'm going to take these elderly people down. And they are. Do you, do, you, do you play pickleball, Ben? They're mean as snakes. No. They're mean as snakes. They play the net and they get very mad. You know, you would get mad about this too because this is not like racquetball in the 90s, Ben, where you can just like make up your own rules. Like they're like, no, no, no. It has to bounce in the something. I don't even know what it's called. There's all these terms. So somebody needs to, you know, pick up their game up or work on their conditioning and start getting after these old people. I think he's referring to you. I always said the F word Mm. on the middle of your podcast. Please don't do that. All right, Ben. uh, We'll see you soon. I want to, uh, let's let's meet. I want to go over the research that you have and we'll have you back. uh, on the Thursday, the 10th episode post-election with uh, Ben Burnett, host of the Ben Burnett Show podcast. Download it, listen, anywhere that you scoop your podcasts. I thought it worked, the conversation with, with Ben Burnett, the visit with Ben, because it wasn't, it was, it was politics light. Agreed, Don? I did. I think he does a great job. Audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, from Christian Walker on TikTok, Billy Squire, and Capitol Records, CMT, Country Music Television, and Paramount Television, Winona, and Curb Records, Winona on Instagram. WSB TV, Channel 2, and Apollo Global Management, and CNN, America in Crisis. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen, production assistants from Steve Mitchell here in Atlanta, Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.